Hello everyone, welcome to Adore and Talk Sports. I am your host, Andrew himself, back with another episode of the Super Bowl case, where in 10 minutes or less, I make a Super Bowl case for every single team in the NFL. We are about a week away, if I'm not mistaken, from completing the entire series, so if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. Check out the old episodes, find your favorite team if we've already discussed it, or stay tuned for the remaining teams that are coming up on the list as I spin the wheel to find out what team I'm selecting here. Be sure to check out Humble Bundle down in the description below, a program that I'm affiliated with. Through that, you can get games, software bundles, and more. Uh, you can also figure out what just dropped behind me that got me very confused, but no, you know, one take. We're doing this all uh, one take style. Uh, down in the description below, you can check that out. It's got game, books, software bundles, and more all available at the touch of a couple of clicks uh, and support the content that we create here and supporting different charities as well. So check it out. They change all the time. Very much appreciate their support in content that we do here. Uh, and again, if you want to make sure it's working, go down there. When you click on a bundle, if it's got the adjust donation tab available, uh, you can check and make sure that you can adjust a donation for Adurin or somebody else. If you feel like giving more to somebody else, we're a minute and a half into this and the team's just populated. So let's go through this. The New York Jets are the team that we are selecting. The Jets, I think, uh, if you want to be real, uh, if you want to, okay, so we're, as usual, we step into the role of the GM or the coach in this situation. So basically, I'm attempting to step into the role of uh, Joe Douglas or um, Robert Sala or someone like that and, and saying, like, okay, how do I win the Super Bowl this year? Honestly, there's a few different avenues. Uh, I'm not going to touch on the quarterback in this situation. I feel like in 90% of the situations, we can kind of just say, yeah, quarterback do good, equal profit. So we're going to step aside with Zach Wilson. Obviously, if he has a jump forward, then that's going to improve the chances here. But I really, really, really want to touch on some of the other players around this team because the Jets uh, this past draft were basically great. I think that's the best way to describe it, uh, especially considering all the hype around the players that they've selected. So... In the first round of this previous draft, uh, the Jets, I believe, had two picks. They turned those two picks into three picks uh, through the manipulation of other picks that don't really matter as much, especially when you look at the talent that comes up here. So with those three first-round picks, they get Sauce Gardner, who is considered one of, if not the best corners in this draft. They get Garrett Wilson, one of, if not the best, wide receivers in this draft, and they get Jermaine Johnson, a player who is dropping on the board and who could be one of, if not the best, linebackers in this draft. So that itself is kind of really good, considering A, your head coach is a defensive guy, Robert Sala, B, uh, talent needs to be infused all over the place for the Jets, and C, if your guy, if your main starting quarterback is a guy going into his second year trying to improve and trying to build off of the successes he had in his first year, well, adding a giant weapon on one side of the ball and two players that are able to stop the other team really does help, uh, I was going to say Sam Darnold, I'm still in that era, uh, really is going to help uh, Zach Wilson succeed. Uh, so the talent on this team, adding them in, is very impressive. I mean, the running back group is pretty impressive in and of itself with Bryce Hall, Michael Carter, Tevin Coleman uh, as their main three guys. Uh, Zach Wilson's able to learn from Joe Flacco and Mike White to a certain extent uh, after Mike White had the historic uh, single game against the AFC Championship Bengals, I believe, that he just you know completely demolished them. Joe Flacco has had over a decade and a half in the league, and at this point, I think has more or less gotten 
I don't want to say accepted his role, but Flacco was able to provide a lot of advice to a young quarterback and able to really grow, especially since Flacco and Zach Wilson definitely moves around more. But I think the ideal style that the Jets want to make sure he plays as is similar to Flacco of like the pocket passer that kind of just improvises afterward. The improvisation thing, Zach Wilson's got that, but everything else in terms of reading the defense, Flacco has had success in the league. I think people... Uh, very much forget that his Ravens tenure was really good. Um, though that just might be because he's a Delaware guy and uh, I used to, I was, I was born there. Anyway, uh, along with that, the wide receiver group, pretty solid as well. Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson, Braxton Berrios, Denzel Mims, Jeff Smith, and I'm just going down the list of their entire group. There's a lot of wide receivers here that have a lot of talent. You add to that the tight end group with CJ Uzoma and Tyler Conklin, a couple of guys that are able to catch the ball every now and then, and then their offensive line, assuming of course Makai Becton comes back healthy, is really good as well with George Fant, uh, Lakin Tomlinson, uh, Makai Becton, Connor McGovern, Elijah Vera Tucker, I just went out of order, but you get the gist. There's a lot of guys on this offense that are pretty good. When you go over to the defensive side of the ball, then you've got even more players that are first round or high caliber talent, uh, adding in like Carl Lawson, uh, uh, Sheldon Rankins, Quinnen Williams, uh, CJ Mosley, who uh, I hope for the Jets' sake, uh, is able to come back and be as healthy and impactful as he was for the Ravens during the early part of his career. Uh, and then you go to the backside, you get Sauce Gardner along with a few other players like Jordan Whitehead, DJ Reed, and a few others. Uh, so very impactful there as well. There's just a lot of talent on the Jets team, raising the hype a little bit. I think a lot of people are starting to be like, okay, the Jets might have something building here. Uh, they've got a lot of talent that they don't necessarily have to succeed this year, although I am trying to make the Super Bowl case for them. Uh, they don't have to in a long-term view, they don't have to necessarily succeed this year as long as they can prove the cohesionness of everybody on the team works out in the long run. If they can see the improvement either in the record or the way that they play, uh, that can really help them out as well. Uh, in Then, on top of that, uh, of course, they have a fourth-place schedule, which of co- I always talk about as the greatest thing ever. Uh, and then the Jets themselves have an interesting situation for their uh, their their games, basically. The Jets themselves uh, go up against all four members of the AFC, AFC North to start off. They go with the Ravens, Browns, Bengals, Steelers, which I find weird, but also, you know what? Go for it. Do whatever. I think there's another team uh, that does something similar, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the uh, the Baltimore Ravens do the same thing. They go up against everybody in the AFC East to start off, which I think that's interesting. I've never seen that happen before, but, you know, whatever floats. Uh, AFC North is there. They, of course, have to go up against the AFC East itself, um, which they do a lot of those matchups in the center of the year. Uh, and then uh, a few other teams that they go against, they go up against the, uh, the AFC North, which in and of itself is a questionable division. Uh, and then a few other team members that they get to take the advantage of the fact that they have the fourth place schedule. So they go up against the Broncos and the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, among others. So schedule wise, I mean, honestly speaking, their schedule is pretty straightforward. I mean, the hard teams are, of course, the divisional matchups because the divisional matchups are always a throw in the air, you know, 50-50 coin toss, effectively. Uh, the AFC North is intriguing because all four of those teams, I can make an argument, could win the division, and all four of those teams, I can make an argument, could be last in the division. So that itself uh, is going to be pretty interesting to look at. And then from there, uh, the other teams that they go up against are all fourth-place teams. So that's, you know, pretty straightforward there of itself. So I think the entire argument for the Jets kind of does boil down to the improvement and the talent infusion that the Jets have with Robert Sala 
and uh, you know Mike Lafleur, Jeff uh, Albrich, and the rest of the offensive and defensive staff, uh, Joe Douglas has basically done his job properly. He has taken ever since coming in, he has been able to flip older players for newer players, uh, building in the talent from the rookie classes, building up his draft hall, and giving Robert Sala a bunch of toys to basically say, "All right, play with these and figure out how you want to work with this." And Sala has more or less. Um, created through Joe, uh, hopefully for the Jets' sake, created through Joe Douglas's uh, scheme, uh, th- through Joe Douglas's uh, players and assets and everything, have created a team that the Jets are hoping could be competitive. I think for the Jets to win, though, they really have to. There's a little bit of luck involved. Obviously, they got to kind of hope that some of the teams that they play early aren't able to build themselves up. I guess, or they start slow. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. Because uh, if the Jets can get really rolling to start off the season, their middle part of the season is basically a button, you know, from halfway point onwards, is basically just a run of teams that they have the chance of beating, right? Uh, they play uh, after the Patriots, Bills, bye week Patriots. That's a bit rough. Uh, that's the weeks 8 through 11. Then they go Chicago, Minnesota, Buffalo, Detroit, Jacksonville, Seattle, Miami to end it off. Like that last half, that's where they make their run. So if they can get out of the first half of their season with a pretty decent record, that second half of the season is where they're really going to start being able to build things up and really get things going from there. Uh, so for the Jets, they they got to be able to weather the first half of the season. That's the big thing. And if they're able to do that, afterwards, they'll they'll be able to really take advantage of post-bye week. I think that week 10 bye week is critical for them because it's halfway, basically halfway through the season. They can take a look back, see against all the tougher opponents, like the Packers, the Broncos could be improved. Uh, they play the Patriots once, they play the Bills once, they play Miami once, which is perfect because they're going to play the Patriots afterwards and then the Bills in Miami later on in the season. That halfway point is critical for them as a time of like, okay, what did we do right in those first nine weeks? Let's just bundle that into a package and use all of those things, cutting out all the things that don't work for the second half of the season, and the Jets might be able to ride on their young talent to be able to make the Super Bowl for the first time since 1968, 69, something like that. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, that does end this episode. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Uh, tomorrow, another team in the Super Bowl case, a brand new team, brand new situation to talk about. As always, be sure to check out the link in the description down below for Humble Bundle. As a reminder, uh, thank you very much for listening, watching, and supporting in any way, shape, or form that you do. Until next time, everyone, take care.